of all of the characters in the gospel parables and those that we find in the encounters of Jesus with those he meets along the way. Perhaps the most lovable is Zacchaeus. What was he thinking? Was it the child in him that said, I must do one more outrageous thing before I die? Because any young person would certainly quickly climb a tree in order to see a passing crowd. The rest of us remember perhaps doing that and Zacchaeus awakens that curiosity of the child within us and say, hmm, there's one outrageous thing I have to do yet in this life. Here he is, not only a tax collector, but the chief tax collector. Not necessarily well beloved then or now, and yet this, this curiosity that he couldn't contain moved him to climb a sycamore tree. He would otherwise be easily overlooked by the crowd as he was vertically challenged. And so he, as it were, went out on a limb. <laughs> I had to say that. <laughs> as we come toward the end of ordinary time in this liturgical calendar, the scriptures for November shift our focus to the action of God in our lives and in our world. We have been reading for many weeks from the Lucan lectionary, texts that have called us to be faithful and committed disciples, texts that have sort of focused on, on our response, on our listening to the call to discipleship. But in that whole exercise of discipleship, there is, of course, the attentiveness that we place on the action of God in our world and in our lives if we are to understand what discipleship is all about. And so in today's first reading, that wonderful text of wisdom, it speaks of how God is the God of the cosmos, how God looks upon the world, wisdom says, as a harvester would look upon a single grain, a single grain that would fall from the balance, that measuring device of the harvester. For the harvester, every grain is important. And in the second analogy, wisdom says that God looks upon the world as though it were a single drop of dew. This is a God of immeasurable care and compassion. And as the reading goes on, wisdom 
transfers the attentiveness of God to the creatures of God. Here, here again those words of wisdom. You have mercy on all because you can do all things and you overlook people's sins that they might repent. For you love all things that are and you loathe nothing that you have made. For what you hated, you would not have fashioned. And how could a thing remain unless you willed it? Or be preserved had it not been called forth by you? But you spare all things because they are yours, O God, lover of souls. Lover of souls. And if there ever was an example of this remarkable God, surely it is found in Luke's story of Zacchaeus and in the person of Zacchaeus. The love of this God comes home just as Zacchaeus welcomes into his home this Jesus that he has seen from the tree. There is something amusing, even ridiculous, about the plight of Zacchaeus, perhaps slightly embarrassed by what he found himself actually doing. And then an amazing thing happens to him. The one he was looking for looked at him and said, Zacchaeus, come down, come down, quickly, for today I must stay at your house. And Jesus invites himself to be the guest and then becomes the host at the table of a sinner. We have come here today because we, like Zacchaeus, want to see who this Jesus is. And we believe that here we see the Lord, the risen Lord, in our midst, in the word, in the elements of the table, and in each other. And here we arrive with others, with the crowd, to be in the company of this Lord who looks to see us. The first step is that curiosity, that desire. We are not here by accident. We deliberately came to this place. We deliberately climbed, as it were, into our sycamore space that we might see and be seen. And here we discover this Jesus as both guest and host. Here he becomes the meal. Here he becomes who we never thought we would see. And yet we kind of knew, we kind of knew. There is a special kinship between those who sit at table. That kind of bond between 
guest and guest, or host and guest. A special kind of bond that says not only is it a shared hospitality, but it's a shared responsibility. We have a sense that if we are going to break bread with each other, that somehow, some way, we also have to care for each other beyond the breadness of the table. And isn't that so much more true at the sacramental meal, where the elements from God's cosmos, from God's creation, change us, as Zacchaeus was changed, a meal that transforms us, as the encounter between Jesus and Zacchaeus changed Zacchaeus, so our encounter here can and will change us. It could be frightening, but curiosity has led us here, and transformation will lead us further. Today, I must stay at your house. The urgency of Jesus' desire to be in our presence, to stay with us, indeed to find a home with us, is as intense and as remarkable as it was for the little guy from Jericho.